Hey all and welcome to Outlast Podcast. I am Frank and I'm joined by my mom Shirley. Hi there. Today we are talking Survivor, season 42, episode 8, You Better Be Wearing a Seatbelt. What did you think of this episode? I thought it was pretty good. Kind of a, a basic one that we're used to seeing. Not really anything um, too different, but I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, it was a bit predictable, but yeah. it was a standard affair. It wasn't right. anything crazy, but yeah, it was It was, it was. a good episode all around. I think we're definitely seeing uh, two new alliances yeah. that are going to be going at each other. Right. Uh, which is interesting because the last episode we were talking about how rare it is to see post-merger all these old alliances still stand. And now there's starting to be a shift and, and we're going to see something right. come up. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm noticing some real powerhouses pop up too. Yeah. I'm happy because I believe Omar's one of them and he's my favorite. Yeah. And we'll discuss those at the end. We'll talk about who's really doing well now in this new setting. Right. But let's go ahead and get underway. So last week we had Lydia out, the newly merged tribe. Because remember before it was the winners and the losers. And right. They, you know, right. The newly merged tribe arrive at camp and the ones that were on the outside of the vote immediately scatter. Chanel knows she messed up by being on the wrong side of the numbers and feels like this is a wake-up call. Right. Do you think it's kind of important to kind of get hit on the chin sometimes so that they stop with their arrogance, you know? Yeah, yeah. I really think it is important, um, you know, because then they start really scrambling and start looking at their voting blocks and kind of getting down to business. And, you know, if they keep thinking that they've got it figured out and, and they're going to win this thing, you know, then they're blindsided and it's like, okay, well, I guess I better start working harder. Right. And, you know, th I, I think it's very important that that happens. Going into that, that vote, Chanel thought she was the best. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of times, even our favorite players, Boston Rob, Sandra, all come across that way sometimes. Right. And it's like right. every so often you got to be shooken a little bit to yeah. refocus and become a better player. Yeah. Dre is worried by uh, Romeo's paranoia. He's constantly asking questions and, and doubting you yeah, when he thinks his he was shirt going first. Nuts. He was. Uh, Lindsay confronts Marianne, who is being reminded of being uh, kind of on the outside at school too. Yeah, which is something that even here on the podcast we kind of like we're you know we're not dogging on anybody, but you know you kind of are starting to dislike somebody and then you voice your opinion and if you think about how that looks on the island too, there's an issue there, right? Yeah. So of course she's already voiced uh, she's already talked about in the past how she kind of grew up. Uh, feeling like she was on the outside and then how this is reminding her of that, um, which I want to make sure to bring that up now because later on she really shows some character. Right. And I want to make sure to kind of focus on how hard this is being for her right now. Right, right. Uh, the next morning, and one of my favorite moments on Survivor, at least this season, if not for a very long time, the next morning, Mike seeks to learn more about Omar's religion. Yeah. And he, so Omar's going through his his prayers and Mike is sitting there and observing quietly and learning and asking questions. And I just think this is the best of Survivor. I thought it was awesome. And Omar really appreciated the fact yeah. that he was interested in it and didn't shy away. Because he says, you know, for that age group, a lot of times they do. Right. They don't ask questions. So I really liked that. That was really cool. Yeah. This is the second week we've seen Mike be open-minded. Because last week it was with Jonathan, you know, understanding that, hey, some people see you as a brute. And I don't right. see that. Um, and... I don't know what it is about Mike. Yeah, he gives you that that first initial reaction of like, oh, he's an old, old grizzled firefighter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but maybe it's part of working with younger guys as a firefighter right? or just seeing the empathy as helping people at their worst moments in life that has made Mike just an all around really yeah. cool guy. He is awesome. Yeah. I really like him. And I really like that Omar is creating these great relationships with people and right? sees this as an opportunity to yeah. not only help somebody in, help himself in the game, but also you could tell this is something that could go farther 
after the game. Right, know? right. Yeah, it sounds like he's really going to have some true friends at the end. Yeah. I, I think he's going to go a long ways in the game, too. Yeah. He's pretty cool. It was just a really cool moment, and, it, and it's one of those things we, we see on Survivor. Sometimes it feels like they're kind of maybe pushing on it a little too hard. Uh, it doesn't feel like it's naturally coming up. But when you get to learn about people that don't, you know, look like you or think like you, mm -hmm. that's really where a reality show yeah. does its best work. I right, think. right. Yeah, really I'm glad they showed that. You yeah, know, I'm they glad did it that, well. Yeah, that was a great part. Yeah. Uh, okay, so they get tree mail, and it's telling them to ex expect a little taste from home. I noted that I haven't seen tree mail in a while. Yeah. Yeah. You think they're getting tree mail every challenge? They used to, right? I don't know. Did they give it, get it every challenge? I think so. I think before they used to get a little hint of what's to come. Yeah. If I remember like the early seasons, they would do that. I don't know if that's seem, something they're still doing. I don't know. Weird. We don't see it that often though. Because when they came in with the tree mail, it wasn't like, oh my God, tree mail. So right. it was like, oh, hey, here's a tree mail. Yeah. And then they almost read it off kind of. Just, oh, yeah, here, here's the thing for this yeah. time. Looks like it's going to be a food challenge and yeah. just kind of wasn't excited about it, you know? <laughs> Very odd. I'm surprised they're not making a bigger deal out of Trino. Yeah. It's just something yeah. so classic, you know? Yeah, it is. But with that, we're headed off the challenge. Okay, so when we get to challenge, first, Jeff's talking to the camera, talks about how he's going to put a beware advantage under the bench for the person that doesn't participate in the challenge. We've seen this before. Um, so, you know, he says, hopefully the last time it wasn't even found. Yeah. So he says it better be found or I'm going to be disappointed, you know? So he goes in heads and does that. And then everybody comes in, um, this time they're going to pick rocks. So, uh, the person with the gray rock, which was Marianne, uh, ends up sitting out. But what happens is when she gets the gray rock, what I thought was cool is Drea asked if she could switch with her because she doesn't like PB and J. Yeah. Which so is that really was pretty cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. So she did, yeah. and she's head out. Um, we have uh, Romeo, Marianne, Hi, Omar, and Lindsay got orange uh, rocks. And Mike, Jonathan, Rox, Tori, and Chanel got blue rocks. So mm -hmm. those are our two teams for the challenge. Pretty basic challenge. They just dive in the water, maneuver a buoy through a series of obstacles. Once they get all five buoys, then they attempt to toss them in a basket. I got to be honest with you, I do not remember the challenge at all. Because I'm watching that bench the entire time. <laughs> I don't remember. I honestly do not remember that challenge at all. I, I just remember paying attention to Drea. That's funny. Oh she my kept goodness. kind of moving around and it's like, is she going to look under yeah, that damn bench? Don't make the mistake. <laughs> okay. So we, we don't see that till later. So yeah. we start the challenge. Um, and so uh, for orange, we have Lindsay. Blue, we have Jonathan. They're maneuvering the, the first ball. Through the obstacles, Jonathan, of course, moving quickly, yeah. you know, he's just, he's so good at challenges. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they get through, then we have High and Chanel, then we have Omar and Mike. About that time is when Drea finds the advantage under the bench. Yeah. So now, you know, our challenge is going on, but they're focused on Drea, yeah, you know, yeah. she's, she's all excited that she found it. She handles it well, yeah, just kind of tucks just it away. Quietly, you know, shoves it in her pants and she's trying to just keep cheering on the teams and, and, you know, not make it look obvious. Yeah. Um, so then we have uh, Romeo and rocks with the fourth ball and Marianne and Tori with the fifth ball. And then they're already at the nets and, um, you know, throwing their balls, trying to shoot the baskets. So blue, um, they got there first and they're shooting their baskets. Rocks misses twice. Uh, orange is now there shooting their, uh, balls. Omar makes it four times in a row. Yeah. Four impressive. baskets, right? Impressive, yeah. Then he misses one. Yeah. And then High's trying to get it while well, he's swimming out to it, pushing it even further. We've seen it already this season. And what happens? 
But Jonathan gets five right. in a row. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> you know, here they were behind and I know. Jonathan gets all five. And so, of course, they win. And um, so Blue wins, gets PBJ, PB&J and Chips. And um, unfortunately, the Orange don't win. But, you know, Omar still was very happy about how, yeah. how well he did. I think the whole team was. Yeah. Afterwards, they do talk about how, how satisfied they were with being in second place. Yeah. Like, hey, you know what? We were so close and it was yeah. a good effort. It wasn't getting blown out. And this season, we've seen a lot of blowouts. Yeah. So spirits are high, yeah. which is rare. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I really cool. liked that because they did do well. So I was glad that that's how they looked at it. You yeah. know, that was pretty cool. Sometimes when somebody does so well, but it's just short of it, like they would all look at Omar like, you know, why'd you miss that shot? Right. You know? So I was glad it didn't turn out that way because he did awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So the, everybody returns and the winners return to eat some PB and J and chips. Uh, Jonathan is loving this new meal. Yeah. So he says daily he eats from four to 5,000 calories, and currently he thinks he's at 500 calories. Oh, man. So his body is just consuming itself. Oh, yeah. The the protein in his muscles and stuff like that, it's all being depleted right now. Yeah. Uh, so every little bit helps. You know, of course, peanut butter, a high, you know, high calorie uh, item, I'm sure is a yeah, big boost. Yeah, very for high him. protein, which is awesome. Yeah. And then Omar goes on to talk about how well they think he thinks he's doing, how good the challenge really went for him. Mm -hmm. um, and then he starts to speak to his alliances that he has, these little relationships. It's keeping him at the center of conversations. Right. And what I do like, what we're seeing is he's not necessarily wielding this information all the time. He'll drop it here that he got from this person just to kind of be the center of it. Yeah. You know? But it's not like he's being forceful in any way. Yeah. He's just kind of gathering it and dropping it here and I there. I really like that. Yeah. He's kind of keeping low key. Yeah. But really playing the game well. I yeah. mean, he's making a big impact, but they're not really seeing it because he's playing it so well. Reminds me of Varys from Game of Thrones, <laughs> the bald one guy. So I know you guys don't, the one that's bald. Um, but yeah, that was the idea. He had a lot of power because he, he didn't tell anybody about his power. He yeah. just kept information. Um, so yeah, of course, I have a little bit of a bias because Omar's my favorite. So <laughs> I'm seeing things like that. In he's doing great. Um, but yeah, he's balancing that, but, but he has to be careful because as soon as he realizes how much information he has, he may be seen as a threat. Yeah. So it is something to be yeah. concerned about a little bit. Over with Drea, she takes the time to look at her advantage and she sees it's really interesting advantage. So this is a beware advantage, something that, you know, she was like, I'm picking it up. I don't care yeah. what the beware yeah. part is. She, so she goes for it. And this is what I like. So it says that the beware aspect of it is that the advantage is buried five feet or five paces. From the uh, well, water the water well, yeah. well right? Mm -hmm. Meaning the beware part is they can just walk up on you, catch you red-handed, okay? Now, she gets there, she you know ponders around a little bit, and then she sees it's underneath this coconut is a tube going down right. full of red paint. Yeah. And I, what did you think of that? I loved it. Oh, yeah. I Something thought that really was cool. cool. Yeah. 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 <laughs> totally agree. She dives in, she grabs the advantage, and she tries to clean her hand off immediately. Yeah. Um, with this, she grabs the knowledge's power advantage, which is the one where... She can ask, do you have an idol? Do right. you have advantage? If right. the answer is yes, she can take yeah. it. And she already knows that Mike and Marianne have one. Yeah. So she knows who to go to. So that's going to work out well. Right, right. And Marianne has been on the bottom often, so it's kind of an easy yeah. uh, attack if you need to. Yeah. But yeah, I really like this red-handed thing. I like when they get creative like this. Yeah. Um, I know we've seen some things fail with like the risk and protect and right. stuff like that. Right. But this one was kind of a fun little one-off that was like, it was just so odd to see like, yeah. oh my God. And so... <laughs> When she gets back to camp, Tori catches it. She sure does. And she's like, what's going on? Are you bleeding? You know? Yeah. Right away, Drea tries to cover her tracks saying, oh, I was painting this, but there's clearly no sign of her yeah. painting something else. Right, and right. It's very obvious, yeah. really. 
Dre is not giving much details. I think she just didn't think she was going to get caught or was just so excited to have an additional advantage. Right. Because let's not forget, Drea is stacked with advantages in, oh, in yes. idols right now. Yes, she is. She is very powerful. Yeah. She uses all these. Yeah. She's going to go far. She's got four different things. She mentions she's got an extra vote, an amulet, an idol, and now the knowledge advantage. Yeah. Crazy. So she's got a mind there, not on the hand, not on the paint on her arm. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. She tried to rinse it off a little bit from the water did, well, but, but it yeah, was still, I mean, you know, it stained very good. obvious. Yeah. yeah. So Tori doesn't really believe it, and she goes to tell Marianne right away. Yeah. And now Drea, knowing that Tori didn't believe it, is targeting Tori. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, you know, Tori by catching it is now the target. That's yeah. where we're at. All right, we're headed into challenge. Okay, so this is an immunity challenge. Uh, they, have to, they have rice, okay? We've seen this before. So they can choose to sit out for a single serving of rice, but if a group sits out, they'll get enough for four days. So they have to negotiate with Jeff. Jeff tries to get as many people as possible to sit out. They try to negotiate where it's not as many. So the negotiations start. They go back and forth. And, you know, some are offering more people than other. I like the way Jonathan, or not Jonathan. Yeah, Jonathan was the one that said, um, how about if we just do four? Because they yeah. were like, how about six? He He's trying to, to get it down. Times. Yeah. yeah. Um, finally, Jeff's like, okay, you know, we can do four. Yeah. Some people keep it high. They don't They don't realize that it's a negotiation going on. I don't remember Jeff mentioning the negotiation aspect of this last season. I think yeah. they just brought it up naturally, right. which is really cool. This almost feels like one of those forced moments. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I don't think they did. Yeah. And yeah, this which, time he did. That was the cool part of that. I was like, oh, no one ever thought about just asking. Yeah. And so this time he proposes it. And I was like, oh, okay. I get yeah. what you're doing. But you right. know, that's fine. Um, but I don't. Did he mention the negotiate? He did man mention it to them. I know he mentioned to us on camera. Right, of course. But yeah, he did, really he did mention it that to them idea. too. The way yeah. he's kind of like going behind the scenes with us a little bit. I like the that. The viewers. Because we already know all the behind the scenes stuff as viewers. Yeah. So now he's like, okay, well, here's it from my angle. You know, right. So it's just kind of a yeah. nice little I do extra. like that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he did share it with them and they started the negotiations. Jeff wanted six. He ended up taking four. Um, so we have Omar, Marianne, Lindsay, and Drea sitting out. Start with Omar didn't want to. Right. And Marianne's like pleading with him, you yeah. know. And this is why I wanted to make sure to bring up, you know, how much trouble she's going with and how she feels like she's on the outs like she was in school. Yeah. She pleads to them and explains that like, look, guys, I know I'm on the bottom. Yeah. And yet I know it's more important for us to all have food right now. Right. And so, I mean, just all the props in the world to Marianne yeah. for doing that because she convinced Omar. Yeah. It was her pleading that did it. Otherwise, right. it would have been going. Right. And I think that's really cool because being on the bottom, I mean, yeah, she could have just went ahead and did the challenge and hopefully win. Mm -hmm. But instead her big thing was, you know, I'm probably not going to win because we know she's not real strong right. in challenges, but her main focus was getting everybody fed. Yeah. So that, that plea that he, she did to Omar, I think made her look good. Yeah. And especially since in the plea, she says, I know there's some of you guys who feel like you're safe. Please take advantage of that right now and yeah. feed the rest of us. Yeah. And that was, I mean, that just rung so true to Omar. And right. there's a few of them that know they're safe. Like Mike, I'm sure feels pretty safe right now. Right. It rings yeah. true to them. I, I like Drea the way, sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I like the way she did that. Okay, so as we start the challenge, they have to balance on a narrow perch while holding a buoy between two handles. Um, if they fall off the perch or drop the buoy, then they're out. We've seen this one before. Um, it's a pretty standard one. It uh, definitely is hard to hold because right. <laughs> people were out immediately. Uh, right away, we had high out. Just, yeah, I, I don't think, even like, think we were a minute maybe, in. <laughs> maybe a second in. I think one, yeah. two, three, stand up, four. He's right. out. He yeah. was out right yeah. away. 
And then we had rocks, Mike and Romeo out right away. Yeah. I mean, it just, I think we were only maybe a minute in and all three of them were out. Uh, so we had left Tori, Jonathan, and Chanel. Mm -hmm. They were actually in for 10 minutes. So yeah. that, that was pretty good. 10 minutes, though, is nothing compared to Survivor of old. When it was like hours yeah. up there and we were yeah. seeing just sweat and all this oh, yeah. shaking. 10 minutes is like, okay. <laughs> this is a summertime <laughs> but I think activity. This one looked like it was hard, though. I think it was, I think, yeah, I think that's the idea. It was like harder to balance because it wasn't like the strain of being up there. It was the balancing that messed right, them up. Right, right. Because it, it just, you know, those two sticks, there was just a little hole that they fit in. Yeah, barely. And so, yeah, yeah. so it was, it was really hard to balance that. Uh, Jonathan almost dropped his and he recovers. And then Chanel's out and then Jonathan's out. And who we have left is Tori. Yeah. So Tori has won her second immunity challenge. Um, I don't know. I, I was kind of hoping Tori wouldn't. Well, Tori, wouldn't win. Tori was definitely going to be voted out if yeah. she had won. Or she didn't win. So it shakes things up quite a bit at that point. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, another thing to, to note here is Jonathan was in second place. Sure, that's great. But he did not do good. Right. So this is a weak spot for him. Yeah. Is these kinds of challenges, these endurance right. challenges, balance challenges. Right. And there's a lot to come. They do these often in, oh, in yeah, this space. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So he's not, he's not unbeatable. Yeah. It just depends on the challenge. So, yeah, Tori is not my favorite. This is the second time she won, though. Maybe yeah. she'll continue to win and get further. Um, and then Jeff mentions that uh, now there's going to be 12 scrolls at Tribal and two safe uh, papers. Yeah, yeah, so it's still the one out of six yeah. chance to yeah. be okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was the challenge. It, Which they've it been using really a lot fast. recently, but we haven't, you know, we haven't seen it be successful yet. So hopefully it will. Yeah, soon. I was surprised at the last one that nobody did the shot in the dark. Yeah, really? yeah they just feel safe enough and, you know, or they need to vote enough. Yeah, odd. yeah, that is. All right, back at camp, Hi is very happy with uh, Marianne sacrificing, but he still wants to target her and get her out. Yeah. It's got to be Chanel, Romeo, or Marianne, and sees that Marianne's the best option. Uh, they decide, oh, I'm sorry, he, he originally wanted to go Marianne, but they eventually decide to go Chanel. Right. Um, and, and wants to make sure that everybody, that everybody feels safe, because they're worried about that shot in the dark. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine you're walking in with a plan? Yeah. Gets blown up immediately and the votes go. Yeah. So it, it could really just mess up everything. Right. For sure. So they're going to tell Chanel that it's Romeo. Yeah. And there's a problem with this. We talked about earlier. Romeo is already real skittish right now. Oh, yeah, he is. So if he starts hearing his name get tossed out yeah. there, he's going to get worried. Well, oh, he, sure enough. Yeah, he sure did. <laughs> Romeo is worried about how calm everybody's at camp because especially at this moment, there should be chatter. And yeah. Not only that, you should be in the chatter. Right. And if you're not, it's because they're talking about you. Yeah, exactly. So even his alliance, Dre and uh, Rox is ignoring him. Okay. So, of course, he goes to them and he's like, what's going on? You know, uh, both Tori and Rox. End up saying, yeah, your name's being tossed out there, but it's okay. Would you do that? No, I think that's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, then then everything got stirred up. You know, they should have just left it the way it is. He, you know, uh, Romeo started all that chaos, and then yeah. all of a sudden they wanted to flip. And yeah, they should have just kept quiet about that. If So if you're telling everybody else, or if, I'm sorry, if you're telling Chanel, hey, it's going to be Romeo, then you need to have, okay, then what are we telling Romeo? Real yeah. simple. Okay, yeah, you're I get called out. We're getting Chanel out yeah, or something exactly. like that. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Just make it easy for yourselves. But there's these little things that they forget yep. that when they're watching it now, they're like, why <laughs> do we still Romeo yep. is him? Because, of course, then he's just scattering. Yeah, now, he really Omar, is. Now, Omar, this guy who's been listening to all, these, all this information, is noticing how paranoid Romeo is being yep. and decides it's best he goes. Yep. He just sows chaos. Yep. Omar tells Hi, and Hi's not happy about, about it, but he, you know, 
he know because high thinks he's in control of a lot of things and you know what he actually is doing quite well yeah he actually he really is. is yeah so when he sees somebody who could be throwing his plans out the window he's like okay well i i can't create strategy yeah with that you know yeah if you can't control that you better get rid of it real quick so then high goes and starts telling everybody else we got to go romeo yeah so shout out to omar for noticing the problem and saying hey this this has to happen yeah nose go to high so of course i'm looking for the power behind the power on this one because <laughs> he's my guy and and then you know everything's in place it was a pretty fast action by both really yeah now mike has a vendetta against chanel oh yeah chanel Rose does not like her at all and refuses to let her pass this this week. Yeah. He pulls Rox and Jonathan back to the Chanel vote. He tells High, but High pushes back. So this is where we're at right now. We're starting to see where everybody was like, you know, last week, oh yeah, all the power players are just fine with picking off everybody they plan on going out. Mm -hmm. But all of a sudden now, Mike is like, no, I'm not going to go with your plan, yeah. High. Yeah. And we're starting to see these two lines just pull apart right away. Right. Yep. Omar, who went too high, I think would definitely go with Jonathan and Mike if things divide up. I think so too. And I think High might be feeling like he's on the outside if things right. go wrong during this vote. But we'll see. Yeah. So we're off to tribal. Yep, we sure are. Um, so we start with Jeff and he says, will the people that set out to be saved tonight, uh, that set out, um, I'm sorry, the set out of the challenge uh, be safe tonight? And so Jonathan, of course, says, yes, I, I made it clear that I will not vote them out. So, you know, we had Real the cool. ones from challenge set out. So they got their rice. Yeah. So, yeah, um, Jonathan's like, absolutely. Uh, Jeff then asks, um, how is it feeling at camp? So people start, you know, answering the, to that. Uh, Tori says she feels more like a group now. I don't know. I'm just not, not a Tori fan. I'm not a Tori fan. And she's the one on the outside of so many things. There's no way she's feeling like it. Yeah. She's just full of it right now. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Romeo says we're more united, um, but the it can't last forever. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's lying right now. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and then Hai says, you know, when we think we're united, Obviously, you know, we're, we're not totally united because somebody's getting voted out. Yeah. So, then Romeo's, you know, you know, antennas go up again. Like, yeah, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You could tell he starts panicking, yeah. you know, um, Drea just says you're, uh, you align yourself with somebody, but how they act around others can, uh, be detri detrimental to your game. Which is her justifying my you, next vote. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, you've got somebody like Romeo and if, if he's spinning out of control, even though he's in your alliance. Yeah. You got to cut them, you it's know. A million that's, dollars. Yeah, yep. Uh, Mike's just talking about how he's good at reading people, but, you know, there's a lot of liars. Um, Romeo says some people don't realize that alliances exist because there's not conversations going on, so they just assume that people aren't in an alliance. Now, pay attention to how much he just shifted. Yeah. Because he just said, oh, yeah, we're good, everybody's united, and now he's saying there's alliances that no, people don't know about. Yeah. He just shifted in the matter of a minute of conversation. Right. <laughs> so he's definitely worried right now. Yeah. Yeah, that that's funny. You could tell he was like looking around yeah. and this conversation going on. He wasn't very happy about. Definitely not. Uh, then Jeff starts talking about a car analogy. So he says, how do you know you're in the right car? Uh, Chanel just says you never can be certain unless you have the immunity necklace like Tori does. Mm -hmm. You know, no matter what, you don't know yeah. if you're in the right group or not. That's the reason blind sides exist. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Marianne, she just kind of goes off giggling and sometimes you've choose the wrong car and, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Lindsay says, uh, there's times you want to be in the driver's seat and times you want to be a passenger, which is true. You know, during the game, sometimes you want to stand out and kind of call shots. Sometimes, you know, you need to pull back and, and let somebody else do that. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. I just says, if you don't know when to let somebody else drive, you better be wearing a seatbelt. Yeah, which was taken, uh, you know, pretty dramatically by everybody else at council. Like, oh, okay, so he, somebody's going home aggressively tonight. Yeah. 
Um, interesting to be said by High, who thinks he's driving, I think, the entire time. Exactly. So I thought it was an interesting line for him to pick. But And I wonder, like, when, when Mike wouldn't go with what his plan, if he felt like that was pulling back and letting Mike kind of do his thing. Well, and, and I think and I think that might have been kind of how we were just talking about in the beginning of the episode or the recording here that uh, Chanel needed that vote to realize that, oh, OK, I need to back up a little bit. I think Mike's stop on him was the kind of the wake up call he needed to be like, yeah. OK, hold on, let me rein this in a little bit. Yeah. Work as a unit or at least appear to to stay safe. Right. So, yeah. And that was good because sometimes when somebody's going to come up against you, all of a sudden you turn all your people against that person. And I was just like. Oh crap, Mike, don't, don't, you know, make waves or whatever. Yeah. But you know, he stood his ground and high didn't do a whole lot as far as, you know, going up against Mike. Which is smart on high's point, yeah. part. Yeah. I, I, high's, high's a hell of a good player. We were learning that. He really he, is. He got, so the thing with high, when we first introduced to him seeing any strategy at all was the Jenny vote. Yeah. And he was so staggered by that that he kind of seemed like, is he in control? Does he know what's going on? It was really hard to tell. Yeah. Well, we're seeing that was actually his wake up call and has since then been really working hard to make sure he has some levers on this game. Oh, yeah. So props to High. He's, yeah. he's been doing quite well. Absolutely. After that, he just he knew he better start doing something. So, yeah, um, yeah he's been doing really well. So at this point, it is time to vote. And so we start voting and we end up with one for High three for Romeo, and six for Chanel. Yeah. Chanel is our ne next person off. Not that she was terrible, but, you know, it was just, you're on the outs. It was, yeah. That's what we were saying earlier on was an easy vote. It was yeah. basically the vote that almost happened last week. Yeah. She really didn't have any good relationships out there. Yep. Um, kind of turned on a couple people. I think Mike didn't like her because she voted against him at one point. Last week, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's, so, that's what it was. Yeah. And that really was what pulled it all together. Yeah. Was that, that one action. Right. Otherwise, Romeo would be going home. And it's funny because Marianne looks so surprised. And it was like, which okay, way did why? she vote? Did I, she vote for the, do you have, do you know who she voted for? You know, for? I don't know. I think, I think Romeo, well, yeah, Romeo, because right. Romeo's the only one that vote for, voted for high. That's why I don't remember what everybody else, because I was just paying attention to who voted for high. So just <laughs> so, like yeah, with your challenge, for Romeo. Yeah. <laughs> I was paying attention to the wrong part. <laughs> uh, how did your favorites do? Um, my favorites are still doing good. We got Jonathan and Lindsay. They're both yeah. pretty strong. Um, they were against each other in this challenge, and they had a little rift there for a little bit, which mm -hmm. they've been really tight the whole time. We're seeing that rift so, come up next week, too. Yeah, yeah. so I'm kind of worried about that, but they did pretty good. How about yours? I, I think I don't think that rift's going to be a problem. I think it's just Lindsay kind of correcting Jonathan and showing him some reality, which is going to be yeah. good in the long run for both. Yeah. Because Lindsay's so. a, a hell of a good player, oh, too. Oh, she's great, yeah. She's doing a really good job. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, so mine is Omar. No complaints. I think yeah. I think this is one of Omar's best episodes. I think we really see where his value is. You know, this entire time we've been talking about how people come to him to talk, yeah. which shows this kind of like trust in him. Right. And now we're seeing those chickens come home to roost. Yeah. Or now he has all the information because they've been doing that. Yeah. And when he saw a problem, Romeo, he addressed it and took it to high and the wheels went going. Yeah. Uh, Romeo didn't go home, but nevertheless, he saw the problem and he caused caused the next few steps to happen. Yeah. Which I think is a really good sign. And then if you were to vote somebody out for making that decision, you'd vote high out because right. he's the one that went to everybody, right. not Omar. Right. Best way to play it. You know, I think Omar could go to the end. And what I would like about that is a lot of times the winner, like Erica, you know, she kind of just maybe stands out right at the end. Yeah. But he's kind of standing out throughout this season, yeah. you know. And so if he made it to the end, it would be awesome because yeah. 
we're seeing all the changes he's making versus them getting to the end and say, oh, well, I was part of this and I was part of that decision. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I would be really happy to see him go to the end. We're always talking about the resume builders and a lot of people like Erica, like a lot of the people that we actually like, yeah. have these big signature moves they did, they did and they hang their entire hat on it. Right. But Omar, like like you're saying there, his resume is going to look like, you know, somebody who's worked steadily all his life yeah. and has made smart decisions. Yeah. And I think at the end, we don't see, I don't remember a lot of survivors like that. Maybe they're not rememberable because of that. Yeah. But they're millionaires. Yeah. So. True. <laughs> That's what matters. Yep. <laughs> As for next week, we see that uh, Mike is lead. He wants, wants to lead an all men's alliance. Yeah. We've seen this attempt in the past. All women's alliance, all men's alliance. They tend to not last long. Right. Uh, we'll see. We know that they've already kind of started to build an alliance already with, you know, Mike, Jonathan, Omar. We're already seeing those those maybe high brought yeah. in. Yeah. Uh, okay. Then Lindsay is worried about Jonathan's gameplay, kind of correcting him and saying, hey, you got to pay attention, which is a good move. And then big shocker next, next week, we have two immunities and two people going home. Yeah. Wow. That's going to be a good one. The mover and a shaker, guys. Yep. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. That's it for this week. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us on the Outlast Podcast. You can find us through Twitter on Outlast Podcast 1. Hope to see you there.